Welcome to the OTs Gone Rogue podcast, where we are all about supporting OTs who are choosing to think outside the box and do things differently. I'm your host, Melissa Lapointe. Over the years, I've had the pleasure of connecting with the most remarkable therapists who are finding their way as thought leaders, change makers, and heart-led entrepreneurs. They've helped to inspire me to think big and be brave in terms of finding my voice, putting myself out there, and bringing my work to a bigger stage. This podcast is a culmination of my personal and professional experiences as it relates to family wellness, women's health, coaching, overcoming adversity, brain health, and entrepreneurship. I'm using this platform to share inspirational stories, words of wisdom, and tangible resources where we can help more OTs around the globe to take the road less traveled, even when it feels messy and uncomfortable. Okay, are you ready to join us? This is the OT's Gone Rogue podcast. Hey everyone, Melissa LaPointe here, and welcome back to another episode of the OT's Gone Rogue podcast. So today's episode is another one that's focusing on business skill development. I'm really enjoying these shorter episodes, a little bit more prep time because it's not as conversational as our interview, so it's just me talking, but really helping me to do a deeper dive into everything I love about business. So needless to say, I have a very long list of topics that I want to bring to the table for our Friday episodes. Now, I am going to say my voice is a little off today. I am sick with a cold, so I'm doing my best. I thought colds were extinct at this point, but my husband, my, it wasn't my husband, it was my son, managed to pick up the only germ in our town and bring it home. Uh, so bear with me. My voice is a little off, but we're going to do our best to uh, still show up. All right. So the focus of today's episode is on growing your audience and not just any kind of audience growth. I want to talk about building your audience with intention. Now, before we go much further, let's make sure we're on the same page in terms of the language that I'm using. So what do I mean by your audience? Well, an audience is what comes before someone comes onto your email list. So this can be followings on social media, it can be members in a free Facebook group, it can be video views on YouTube, it may be downloads to a podcast, it may be Instagram followers, you get the idea. And yes, there are definitely things we can do to get a bigger audience. But before we go down that path, let's back up for a moment and talk about why. Why does building your audience even matter? Well, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, that you want to generate revenue by selling a product or a program or a service or a combination of the above. So this could be anything. This could be mentoring another therapist. It may be tutoring. It may be one-on-one -on -one coaching. It could be a group program. You may have a subscription box. It may be a two-hour workshop. So there are a lot of different things that you can sell. There are a lot of different ways that you can generate revenue. Because remember, being in business is about generating revenue. Being in business is about generating a profit, which means you have to have something to sell. And how are you supposed to get sales when you don't have an audience? 
right? Now, of course, there are other reasons to build an audience, connection, support, inspiration, collaborative opportunities, ways of giving back. And I know that for many therapists, let's be honest, generating a profit isn't always the primary motivator. Many therapists come into this work wanting to have a bigger impact, wanting to leave a legacy, wanting to facilitate change. But when it comes to building an audience, we have to look at this as a business fundamental and understand that a bigger audience has the potential to be a wonderful asset to your business. So that's your first takeaway from today's episode. Get clear on why you want to build an audience in the first place. Okay, next up, let's talk about leads. What do we mean by a lead? A lead is simply someone who's interested in our stuff. So what makes them a lead is they've done something to show a higher level of interest in our stuff. They've raised their hand, so to speak. They are willing to invest more time, more energy, maybe even more money to take this relationship to the next level. This is where many people would use what's called a landing page to capture someone's email and get them onto your email list. Now, why do we want them on our email list instead of just following us on social media? Well, the reality is you do not own your social media accounts. You do not own your Facebook group. This is not your playground and you do not make the rules. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, whatever platform you're using, they could decide tomorrow that they are changing things up. Now, there are situations as well where people get hacked, and that's a whole different ballgame. But essentially, remembering you do not own these platforms. They can change at any time. So you don't want to depend on your social media followers. You want to capture leads by getting them to sign up for your email list. So this is where you can continue the conversation. You can continue to nurture them. So how do we do this? Well, by understanding the fundamentals of marketing for starters. So this means really leaning into the psychology of understanding how people think and make their decisions, why they make the choices they make, why they're motivated to take one action over the other. This is something that I think OTs have the potential to be very good at right? So let's rewrite this story that OTs aren't good at marketing. We bring this background of psychology with us to the table and we have a lot of potential to become very effective marketers if we learn the fundamentals and we lean into this in terms of mastery. Now, in terms of getting people to take action, getting better at persuasion, at influence. Now, this comes through, again, fundamentals in marketing and also learning to write better copy. For the focus of today's episode, we're not doing a deep dive into writing better copy. That's going to be an episode for another day. But simply understanding that how, you know, the words you're putting to paper or to your screen, keep it simple. This isn't the time to be cute and clever. Be concise. Understand that people now read by scanning and scrolling. So accommodate that, take that into account. And understanding direct response marketing. 
So this is a, another bigger topic, but I'm going to give you some resources to do a deeper dive into this because it's something that I think we should all learn more about. But essentially, with direct response marketing, you're really encouraging or you're, you're writing in a way that you are getting them to take action. You are getting them. So direct response is all about directing or causing a response right now as they're reading this, as they're consuming the material. An example of a direct response would be click on this email, read this email, sign up for this, um, watch this video, listen to this podcast, right? So these are all examples of actions that we are wanting to motivate people to take. So this concept of direct response marketing. Now, we then would talk about being intentional and measuring. So direct response marketing also goes into measuring our numbers and getting clear on the performance percentages and what we're working on to improve. I'm not going to do a deeper dive on that today. Today, I want you to understand why we want to build an audience with intention. Okay. So direct response marketing, check out the show notes. I'm giving you some resources to go further down this rabbit hole with me because it is fascinating. Now, I do want to point out what I said earlier about a bigger email as an asset to your business. I didn't say a bigger email list is an asset to your business. I said it has the potential to be an asset to your business. So this is where we talk about vanity metrics and getting caught up in the numbers. There are a lot of people out there who have established email lists, but every time they try to sell something to their list, they hear crickets. Or anytime they send something to their list, their open rates are abysmal. So this is where we have to talk about quality over quantity and not just getting people on your email list. It's not just about building a bigger audience. It's not just about getting the numbers right. You want the right people on your email list. You want the right people in your audience, right? So we're going to work on our ego being attached to these vanity metrics, and we are really going to embrace quality over quantity. Okay, and this brings us to the TLC method. So the TLC method is something that I was taught by my business mentor, and so he currently, at the time of this recording, has a free training on this. So I'm going to link that to the show notes. But this idea of a TLC method where we are measuring traffic, leads, and conversions. And this ties into audience and leads. So I want you to visualize three columns. First column on the left-hand side is traffic. So this is our T. This is our audience. We are working on growing our audience. We can do this through the tortoise or the hare approach, meaning we can do this through paid advertising or through organic marketing, right? But ultimately, we're working on building our audience, growing, you know, having more podcast downloads, having more Instagram followers, 
having more people in your Facebook group, having more views on your YouTube videos, right? So we're growing our audience, right? So that's the T of the TLC method. Now, this is ongoing where we are moving people from left to right. This is a process. So we have T in the column on the left, right? Now we have in the middle our leads. So we have our audience and we're working on bringing people from our audience over to leads. So getting them on our email list. We can do this in a number of ways. So direct response marketing, we're inviting people in, we can embrace different fundamentals in marketing such as storytelling or the why principle. So explaining to people why we're doing what we're doing and embracing the concept, you know, this idea that we are an authority figure on this topic and owning that and stepping up into the conversation with confidence and inviting. We forget that piece often. We have to invite people into this conversation. We're going to do it in a way where we're writing this fabulous copy that's set up where people can scan and scroll and it's really clear on what they do next. That call to action is clearly labeled and boom, they're a lead. They're raising their hand. They're interested in our stuff. So once they're a lead, we then can continue to nurture them through the conversation. So think of this as a relationship, not think of it as a relationship. It is a relationship. So you don't always want to pop the question on the first date. You want to progress, get to know each other, meaning maybe you're not going to put an offer out for your high ticket item, you know, your $6,000 intensive coaching program on the first date. You can try. It may not go in your favor. What can you do instead? You can get to know them. You can engage with them. You can, you know, the, the concept of reciprocity, you can over deliver. You can help them to solve their pain points, build that know, like, and trust factor. Okay, you're going to date them for a while. So that's what we do when we're in the lead section. So the far left column, we had traffic, TLC, traffic. In the middle, we have leads. And then from our leads, as we're nurturing, as we're dating, as we're building that know, like, and trust factor, that's when we're putting offers out and converting. We are bringing them over to customers or clients, whatever you want to use that C for. But that's the progression. Traffic leads conversion or traffic leads customers. Right? So that's the, the far right. And we're always working towards leads and sales. And not just sales, but repeat sales. This is the nature of the game when it comes to doing business, you guys. You know, you can be a you can have a heart-led purpose. You can be embracing this concept of social entrepreneurship where you are generating revenue, where you are making a profit and facilitating change on a societal level. You can be leaving a legacy. You can be doing amazing things. You can say you're not in it for the money. But I'm going to say this over and over and over. Being in business is about generating revenue and generating profit. If you are not growing in business, you are dying. And if you are not generating profit, I'm sorry to say this, you can have the best intentions. If your business is not generating profit, you are not going to have an impact and your business will not survive. That is the harsh reality 
of life in business. So we have to be thinking about leads and sales. We also have to be thinking of selling as a form of service that really helps to lean into this concept of, of selling, especially when we're doing it as heart-led therapists. Again, another topic for another day, right? So traffic, leads, and conversions, the TLC method. And if you want to know more, check out the show notes, right? All about tangible resources today. All right, so now let's put it all together. How do we build our audience with intention, knowing the trajectory, knowing the process we want to bring them through? How do we ensure that people on our email list are people who are going to engage with our content, are people who, you know, how do we ensure that we have people on our list who are actually going to buy our stuff? That's who we want on our list. We want quality over quantity. How do we make that happen? Well, we start with the end in mind. Meaning, don't start generating all this free content with the intention of building your email list, with the intention of growing your audience. Instead, I want you to start with the end in mind. What is the paid program? What is the offer? What is the, the service? Now, remember, your offer, so there are different pieces to an offer. It's not just the course or the coaching program. An offer involves multiple things, including the process, but also the promise, the pain point, the process. It includes urgency. It includes the guarantee. It, so there, there are multiple pieces to it. Your story. So again, I keep, I keep talking about these are episodes for another day. I'm trying to keep these short and concise, you guys. I could talk about this all day long. So looking at the end in mind, what is the paid product? Now, it doesn't have to be fully developed. It can still be an idea. That's okay. So we have this paid program or product in mind, and we're going to create free content in relation to that paid program. So I want you to think of the paid program at the end, and now you're creating these little breadcrumbs and you're dripping them out to bring people towards the paid program. Because that way you're getting people in your audience who are interested in what you have to sell. You're attracting the right people, right? So start with the end in mind, creating our free content with the end in mind, and that's going to help you filter out all the fluff. Now, so often we get overwhelmed over what steps to take next. Well, that's going to help. There's, it's going to eliminate a lot of the noise for you. Now, before I wrap this up, there's one last piece that I have to mention. Your audience is more sophisticated than you think. And email marketing has been around long enough now that people are not just going to give their emails away over a quick pop-up that says sign up for our newsletter. I'm sorry. It's not good enough anymore, you guys. You have to create content. If you're just creating some freebie, knowing, oh, what, it's free. You know, I just need to do something. People recognize that for what it's worth. Meaning your free content, if I were to put a price on it, people would be willing to pay for. They should be saying, wow, this is free. I would have paid for this. And this is what she's giving for free. What's her paid content like? 
Hey, that's the level. That's the, you know, that's the attitude I want you to have when you're creating your free content. So really embracing the law of reciprocity where you are over delivering, where you are over serving and you're doing so from the lens of your paid program. Okay. So you have your paid program, your service, your product, and then reverse engineer. And that's the content. You're going to drip out content to build your audience. You're going to find ways to bring them from an audience over to leads. And then as you nurture them, you're going to offer, you're going to put out, you know, you're selling and that's okay. Right. This is how it, the world goes around in business. All right. Let's wrap this up. So building our audience with intention. So we talked about what we mean by an audience. So before someone even comes on to our email list, we talked about getting clear on why we want to build an audience in the first place. We went over the concept of leads. So what we mean by a lead and what we do with them. So how we get them to, you know, sign up as a lead, but then what we do with them once they're a lead. We've talked about the psychology of marketing, and I started to plant some more seeds in terms of really appreciating the fundamentals of marketing and how more OTs have the potential to be amazing at marketing. We've talked a little bit about getting better at persuasion and influence through writing better copy. We've touched a little bit on direct response marketing. And of course, we went further into the TLC method, where we bring people from traffic to leads to conversions, right? Really looking at optimizing leads and sales. Now, with direct response marketing, we didn't go into details on measuring, on performance percentage, on what you want to be tracking, on the outcome and how you break that outcome down into steps, that's again, topic for another day. And I am linking you to a free training on this where I'm going to be there as well. This is a training I've done many times and I'm going to be there as my business mentor takes more people through it. So the time of this recording, like I said, it's lot, excuse me, not live, it's free. Uh, so I will link that in the show notes, right? So direct response marketing and really understanding that TLC method. Because at the end of the day, it is about quality over quantity. We don't just want anyone on our lists. We don't just want anyone in our audience. We want to build our audience with intention. We want to attract the right people. We want to attract more of our ideal clients, right? That's when business becomes very fulfilling, very rewarding, and a lot of fun. All right. There you go, folks. Another shorter episode today was all about building our audience with intention. Check out the show notes for the resources that I'm linking in. Don't forget, if you're interested in the business of coaching, I have my training coming up on May 24th. So it's a three-part training that will go into June. I'm spacing it out so that you have time to implement and execute. But if you're interested in coaching, whether it's getting started or taking the next step and scaling your coaching business, go to melissalapointe.com forward slash coaching, delivering lots of great stuff. So the business of coaching, our free three-part training series is coming up. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment and share it with a colleague, 
with a friend, with another OT who you think could benefit from this information. We would love if you could take a moment and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, we love hearing your takeaways. Jump on over to Instagram, tag us at OTs Gone Broke. All right, folks, that's it for me. Take care, and I'll see you over in the next episode. <laughs>